Hey, what's up? What's going on, y'all? It is Medusa Maybe, and I am back after a long, long, long hiatus with my own podcast called I Got Nothing. How y'all doing? How y'all been? I hope everything's been cool. I know stuff's been crazy. You know what I'm saying? Trump getting indicted, the elections underway, Ron DeSantis announced something, you know, and then unfortunately, you know, we've had some stars get accused of some misconduct. Don't know what's going on with that yet. For some god awful reason, Ezra Miller is still with D.C., whatever that's another topic but or another topic for another day but today we're going to talk about um the xbox showcase so xbox just had their showcase today so as everybody knows with e3 not happening this year or i'm sorry with the big three pulling out of e3 um so neither nintendo playstation or xbox decided to be a part of e3 so e3 was canceled however the big three, I'm pretty sure, are putting on their own showcases. Not really sure what Nintendo and PlayStation is doing, but for me, myself, and I, I'm an Xbox girl, as you guys all know. So Xbox had their showcase today. They showed a lot of games from studios that we've been waiting to hear from. Um, and then we've got some classic studios like Bethesda coming out with the giant game that is Starfield. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what debuted today. And um, I will save my Starfield for another podcast where I can go into it more in depth. But for today, we're just going to go over really quick what I saw, what I'm hopeful for, some of the hardware updates that they made. So let's get to it. So Xbox had their showcase today. And as I already said, you know, they announced a ton of games, the most notable being Starfield, um, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But, you know, just a really quick rundown of some of the games they had they showed today was they had an updated or a new flight simulator. Um, they had Fallout Atlantic City. They had a new Forza game. They had Sea of Thieves, Secret of Monkey, or Return to Monkey Island, which ironically I played Return to Monkey Island on its own. So the fact that Sea of Thieves is now part of that should be pretty fun. Um, Elder Scrolls Necrom, Overwatch 2, which Overwatch 2 already came out. So I think it's like another story or maybe some updates to Overwatch 2 whatever um some persona 5 games which by the way just a side note whatever studios are making like some of these anime style games for xbox in particular so like we saw i think like two different persona games today and let me tell you something I don't know what the hell was happening in them games. The theme was all over the place. The dialogue was all over the place. I don't really know what the point was. Like at one point, I thought it was kind of like a um, uh, a God of High School type situation where you kind of have to fight to like control everything. But then an explosion happened and then some dark figures appeared. And I'm just like, what? Not really sure what's going on. And the people who do the snippets for those type games, they need to get it together, okay? Because I have no idea what the story is about, no idea what the game is about. I saw some gameplay, which is always great, but I'm going to need somebody to do better in terms of story and, and actually showing a better idea of what the game is supposed to be. That's just a little mini ramp. Um, Dungeons of Hinterberg, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. So... I did not get cyberpunk like I wanted to simply because, as you all know, of all the crazy crashes and bugs and ridiculousness that that game had. Right. So I never picked up the game. Now, obviously, it's been like a year, maybe two years, I think. And 
I'm hoping that CD Projekt Red has fixed a lot of that. Um, so I kind of want to play the game because it was always on my list to play. But I just, I'm not, listen, Anthem ruined it, everything for me. I, I have trust issues, okay, now. So depending on what the game is, I'm not just going to pick up the game day one. And I'm glad I didn't because I would have been pissed. However, enough time has passed, and I think Project Red has fixed a lot of those issues. So now they're coming out with what looks to be um, an expansion on the cyberpunk story with the Phantom Liberty. And it actually looks pretty good. You know, I won't lie and everything, but looks can be deceiving. And I don't want to get caught up in another game that has issues and I'm trying to play it. So I'm pessimistically optimistic. However, you know, if it looks good and I see a lot of people enjoying it and it seems like it doesn't have that many bugs going on, I may pick it up. I do still want to play cyberpunk. So, but if the game is like 30, $40, I ain't picking it up. I'm not doing that. However, if I see the game for like $15, I may get it. So you never know. You may see. Now, those are just some of the games that debuted, but I wasn't really interested in. Right. And there was a couple of more. That wasn't all of them. There was a few more that debuted, but you know, um, however, these next games are ones that I am interested in. So we have, um, Avowed, we have Towerborn, we have Justin, um, we have Clockwork Revolution, which from what it looks like, if anybody has played Steel Rising, it kind of looks like that. It has a lot of, lot of um, steampunk type environment. There's some time travel, some time man manipulation involved up in there. And the story looks pretty unique. You know, it's basically one woman who seems to has rose to um, a powerful um, society and she's at the top of it basically. But it seems like there's somebody else who was like, hey, that woman didn't do all the things that she's claiming she's done. However, the woman that's sitting basically on top of the world, so to speak, is like, hey, you're not about to take my power from me. I'm going to take out anybody who tries to, you know, take what I've got away. And so it's a pretty interesting power dynamic happening. The outfits, the graphics, it actually looked pretty sweet. And like I said, it had a really big steampunk theme. So that game definitely caught my attention. Um, we have Fable, which... Fable, honestly, I feel like is one of those games. So Fable, I think the last iteration of Fable was way back when the 360 was the main console that was out. I don't even think it came out on Xbox One. So if anybody watching this, please correct me if I'm wrong. However, Fable was is one of those games that just it definitely has a cult following. You know, it's a RPG. It's a fun game. Um and so the fans have been wanting another Fable game for a minute. So I will admit that I never played the Fable series when it was out before, but my oldest brother used to play and I watched it and I was like, oh, this might be tight, must be, but... I was younger back then and I was still, you know, into that was back when I was playing mostly fighting games because, you know, I might have had some anger issues um, that was working out. Um but as I've gotten older, the type of story-based games that Fable is, is definitely the kind of game that I play now. So I'm looking forward to it. And if anybody saw this snippet like I did, it was actually a pretty interesting snippet. Like the person who was narrating the intro, we're thinking is the protagonist and comes to find out he's the antagonist. And it was kind of like a Jack and a Beanstalk situation where the person narrating was the giant <laughs> that was trying to kill Jack 
who got into their house. So it was an interesting twist that I didn't see coming and it actually got me kind of got me excited for the game. So I'm definitely looking forward to Fable. Um, another game that that uh, debuted that I saw that was really good was Path of the Goddess. It is a Chinese game. And I say that because last I think when I did this recording before, I had the wrong nationality on there. Um, but it is a Chinese game and it's very fantastical. It looks very mythical. Um, I, I can't describe it more than that simply because it was a very short preview. However, from what I saw, it has me interested. So more to come, hopefully, on that game as more information comes out on that one. Um, and then we have Hellblade 2. So if you've never played the first Hellblade game, Sinewa's Sacrifice, I would highly, highly recommend that game. It is a game that is very deep. It's a serious game. It's a mystical game in a way it has it's around like norse mythology so to speak it has a very scandinavian viking type look and feel to it and it's about one woman's journey to comes to to who comes to grip with things about herself about her past and what her future may be you know basically the game she is gone off to basically save her love who died while she was off basically honing her powers and coming to terms with the gift that is hers, but her village gets attacked and her love gets killed and she doesn't want to lose him. She can't lose him because he was the only person in her whole village who loved her, who respected her, who supported her and all that. So she couldn't let him go. Her grief, her anger, her hurt, her confusion, her darkness, all of that. And the game is about trying to save his soul from hell basically. Um, and so she goes through all these different areas. She goes through these different trials. And in that, she learns a lot about her past, why she is the way she is, and what may be her future. So I don't want to spoil the game too much, but it's a dark game for sure. But it's a good game. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um, it definitely gave me problems sleeping because there's a certain voice that is just kind of haunting. So I could not play that game at night. Okay. But it was a very well done game. So I'm actually really looking forward to playing Hellblade 2. I did, so if you haven't picked up Hellblade Cinema Sacrifice, I would definitely recommend that game. And then Hellblade 2 is continuing that ride. And then obviously we have Starfield. So Starfield, according to Bethesda, Starfield is Bethesda's first original game. Like I'm talking new people, new landscapes, new story, new everything. And like, I think they said in the past, it's the first game in the past, like 20, 25 years. That's all brand new. It's also 20, 25 years in the making. Um, because according to them, our technology of today is is the first time in a long time that they've been able to fully realize and give this game the due that they've been wanting it. And man, when I tell you, I watched that and I was just like, this game is everything. And I'm talking from character creation to weapon customization, all and all the all the weapons that they have in the game, to explorations, to scenery, to music, to um, the movement of time throughout the day to, 
you know, the art that's in the game, to the dialogue, to the characters, to the action, you know, I mean, all of that. And that's not even including the plant life and the animal life and the 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 intergalactic battles and the and the space travel and the planets and going to different I mean it's just everything in this game it is a big undertaking and I'm not going to lie I'm with it like when I first heard about Starfield I thought Starfield was just going to be like just space exploration kind of like No Man's Sky right but I mean, and watching it today, it is like a super in-depth space exploration RPG, and it had plenty of action from what I saw. And it has to be a massive game. Like it has to be massive. I mean, um, the Star Wars, the the um the Star Wars game, Jedi Survivor, is like what, 135, 143 gigabytes, I think. Starfield has to be bigger than that. I mean, it's massive. Like, I now am going to have to buy a storage expansion, um, external storage expansion for my Xbox, because there's no way I'm going to be able to download that game. Um, but I'm really excited for it. You know, I'm all for anything sci-fi related, and there's a lot going on. There's also a little bit of mystery. You know, there's a hint of maybe some some deep hidden powers within your character. Um I'm looking forward to it. So I want to deep dive into that on my next podcast, but this one just talking about that. And then really quick to add on to that, um, Bethesda worked with Microsoft and worked with whoever to come up with some hardware additions. So they came up with a smartwatch and that sucker, you know, it links up to your phone, kind of like a Fitbit does, you know, um, and other smartwatches. And I saw time, I saw the date, I saw the calendar, I saw a step, a step counter, I saw weather, I saw all of that on that watch. And there's probably some other things too that I, you know, I didn't see. So there's a watch that's available with the game, and the case that it comes in is reminiscent of what the astronauts carried, like real life astronauts carried when they went to the moon the first time. Pretty dope. And then they also designed a Starfield Xbox controller, which I'm not going to lie, it looks sweet. And I've been wanting to figure out an, an additional controller that I wanted to do, going to the design lab and design my own. But I think I'm about to cop the Starfield one. And then the other thing they created was a wireless gaming headset. And let me tell y'all, I may like give my daughter mine and like buy that one. I mean, it looked really sweet. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like an Xbox headset or if it's made by, you know, like Logitech or something like that. Like, I don't know. I'm definitely going to deep dive into that too, just to see, cause I don't want to spend, I think the headset was like 140, 150 or something like that, but I don't want to spend that kind of money if it's made by a place that's kind of janky, you know what I'm saying? So definitely want to make sure it's reputable, but it was sweet. It was definitely, it had a retro look to it. You know, the mic, the mic piece kind of lit up a little bit, had some lights on it. I'm with it. So those are the couple hardware options too, on top of everything else that they created. So more on that on another one. There was also a Star Wars Outlaws game, which at first when I saw, you know, Lucasfilm and then I heard the Star Wars music, I was like, another Star Wars game? But we... We got one, you know, Jedi Survivor. However, this one is different because it looks like 
it kind of has like a bound a bounty like you're you're the one being hunted by bounty hunters type thing um and from what i saw now they might be in the game but i didn't see it from what i saw it's a protagonist that's not a jedi which we haven't seen that in a while it's been a while where we've either seen a movie a TV show or a video game that's not around somebody who's a Jedi. You know what I'm saying? So this protagonist, she's not a Jedi, at least from what I saw. Um, however, she's being hunted. You know what I'm saying? Um, by, I don't know, what do you want to call them? The dark side or whatever, the bad guys, <laughs> so to speak. So um, it's by the empire. So it's very, it's very interesting. And I, I'm actually interested to see what her character does. She doesn't have a lightsaber. She has guns. She's got a little furry companion, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see what this game turns out to be. And I just thought that it was dope. Now, rounding out my first podcast, um, so we talked about all the games that I'm looking looking forward to. And the last game I'm looking forward to is called South of Midnight. Now, I was going to talk about it a little bit, but I think I'll just share the video and y'all let me know what you think. So let me get it queued up. That thou have no mercy in this land. That thou have no mercy in this land. You come to your house and it won't stay long. You look in the bed and somebody be gone. That don't have no mercy in this man. Shake him, shake him. She looks dope, doesn't she? In a while. So. Kind of has like a Tim Burton feel to it. You owe me? I'm looking for a creature. I'm for a creature. Huge, sneaky, sneaky. Teeth like knives. Teeth like knives. No. No. Well, hey, how about you guys? Well, hey, how about you guys? <laughs> no. No. Nobody. Nobody. Not helpful. Not helpful. Mm -hmm. Sneaky. Sneaky. Look at it. It's like a spindle almost. Oh, well, it comes to your house and it won't be long. Oh, you the bed in somebody's I 
think that's all Play that needs to be said with Game on Pass, that one. With Game Pass. I think that's all that needs to be said with that one. So those are the games that I'm looking forward to most. You know, that speaks volumes for itself. I'm always in for anything that is a black woman protagonist. It's magic. It's mystical. I'm in. So that's what I'm looking forward to, y'all. So, you know, um, that wraps up my first podcast. I'm excited to be back, you know, with this podcast. I'll be talking about a little bit of everything. But if you know me, you know I game all the time. So games is definitely going to be a staple on this one. Um, next podcast, I'm going to talk about Starfield a little bit more. Maybe share that video for that. Show pictures of some of the hardware that they're talking about. Oh, and one other update that Xbox made. Xbox said that they were listening to the fans and about how the um, the Xbox One S, so the Series S, does not have enough storage. And not everybody wants to spend, you know, $500 on the Series X. Xbox listened and they literally debuted a Series S with one terabyte of storage. That's a lot of storage. So now that version is price pointed at 350. Still very inexpensive in comparison in comparison to the Series X, you know, very bold and it allows you to be able to game on a little bit more of a powerful machine than what the Series S previously was at a decent price point. 350 ain't bad. Um and I believe it it's still diskless. So you know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit of everything. So, you know, it was good to see a lot of these games um, from these some of these studios that we've been waiting to get something from. Some of these studios have produced. Others obviously are still in the works. Um, a lot of these titles are going to be available on X on Game Pass day one. So as we saw, um, um, Starfield is available, you know, day one. South of uh, Midnight is available day one. Um, Hellblade 2 will be available day one. Fable, I didn't I didn't see if Fable was available day one or not. Um, but even if it's not, you know, if you've been waiting for Fable to come back a little bit, you know, now's the time. So I'm excited. There's a lot of games. A lot of these games are going to be coming out like early next year, but some games are coming out this year. Starfield is coming out September of this year. So if you've been looking for something to keep you busy, you know, Starfield's going to be it. So I'm excited for what game, you know, from what um, Xbox has got going on. Game Pass, once again, is proving to be a very good investment because believe you me, I used to go broke trying to get all of these games, all the games, but Game Pass allows me to play all of these games like basically for free, so to speak, because I'm paying for a pass that gives me access to all of these games. So I don't have to buy them. Listen, $15 a month, money well spent. Anyway, that wraps up my first podcast. I'm excited to be back. Hopefully you guys are too, you know, and look forward to more from me. So like, share, subscribe. Let me know if there's anything that you would like for me to talk about and stay tuned.